0: Okay, on the count of three, you and I are both gonna try and sing what we think Lady Gaga's new song sounds like. One, (laughs) two, three. She's got got a strange strange love, love. strange Strange
1: love, love, ooh baby, strange love. (laughs) Desert of the desert, strange. (laughs) (laughs) That's how it goes, right? (sighs) Here's the thing: thing. I
0: keep forgetting it. The second I've
1: listened to it three times now, I still don't know how it goes. That's not good. How do you feel that... I listen to any Katy Perry song the first time, and that's all I think about for days. How do
0: you feel about the fact that Lady Gaga wore widow von du's uh, final <laughs> lip sync outfit in her strange i video.
1: thought you were gonna say how do you feel about lady gaga ripping off my visual album coping mechanisms <laughs> for her music video
0: how do you feel about the fact that they just went to joshua tree and danced in the sand
1: and tried to sound like social justice warriors oh for using an iphone that
0: was probably a soundstage wasn't it
1: no it was out in the desert they had. They were filming on an iPhone. You don't have to have good. I lighting. love
0: how there's like a bes- behind the scenes clip of the cinematographer talking about his genius idea that the different people were in different colors. <laughs> we have some people in green and some people in yellow. In the like, tribe, the wow, yellow tribe. Wow, that's. I was like, oh, we're on Survivor now, but tch. flowers for spring.
1: I I think that ninety eight percent of DPs are full of shit. Oh yeah. I think they think they're, like, making a statement with a camera angle, and it's like, no, you're just super zoomed. Like, you're not doing anything. It's like
0: they know the difference between two lenses, and then that's... Sure, feel I went to school for this,
1: and I'm like, I... When we did the your short film that we made for your... uh whatever that thing was. And I was really intimidated because it was the first time I was going to be around a bunch of people who like knew the industry terms. I just Googled everything the night before and I sounded exactly like I knew what I was doing. And I was like, y'all wasted money on school for this. Well, I just googled what all these terms were, and now I know I'm just as knowledgeable. Yeah, I
0: mean, I pretty much just have a running Google Doc that keeps track of the things you need to know to and produce a film. I
1: found it actually it took more time to say those terms than just to fucking say what's happening. Sure. So, like on day two, I was like, "This is ridiculous!" Like, y'all are you seriously went to school? to do the thing that just makes sense like this yeah this is I common mean, sense that we should get this coverage like that that's what mo- yeah. movies are i mean films school like- helps
0: some people but i don't think it's necessary at all one yeah. of my favorite tracy ellis ross interviews was after she had started directing some episodes of blackish mm. and she basically oh, was her. she basically was like <laughs> she was talking about how at first she was a little intimidated because she didn't know the lingo and then she was like She basically was like, girl, sounds work. I just tell the cinematographer I want it to go boop and then like shoop and then look like that. And she's like, and they know what you're saying and then you just get the shot. Because if you, you
1: you just, it's communication. It's like understanding somebody's vision and that's it. Did you see that she's in a movie where she's basically like playing her mom? No, and really? it's a singing movie with Dakota Johnson and her, and it's like she's like basically Diana Ross and the music, and D- Dakota Johnson's trying to like make it in the industry.
0: Wait, is she actually playing Diana Ross, or it's no, inspired she's playing. By... It's she's like another oh, artist, I but she that. is cool. embodying her mother. And I, I it would was wonderful. love to have dinner with Tracy Ellis Ross.
1: She might oh be one God. of the only celebrities that I would actually have dinner with because I I, I feel like I wouldn't be intimidated. Her. She'd just be like, "Hey, Colton," I and love say like, so "Hey, Tracy Ellis Ross."
0: And I want all her drag. All her clothes are so beautiful.
1: I want to have a three name. I oh, I, a I want to be name. known as Colton Patrick Mooney oh. because it sounds cool and it sounds like I'm like Joseph Lord. It does. It.
0: it feels there's like a weight to it.
1: It's well, nice. yeah, that's why it's my stage name, and I've been going off after that because I think three names sound cooler. When
0: I was young, I thought I would go by the name Gabriel Lee but like Lee. but then i grew older and was like gabley
1: gabley gabley gabley
0: lee gabriel (gasps) oh that sounds like a dystopian young adult author
1: that over there is lee gabriel hi and that over there is colton bitch mooney and we are ex-boyfriends and so i guess we're friends i I uh, wouldn't go there. Oh, sorry. I overstepped. This should be called, eh, exes. Uh, it should be called, like, nah, I don't know. This should be like, I'm still finding out if I can be your friend. Best exes.
0: Can we talk about how... No. Okay.
1: Thanks, guys. Be sure to subscribe. To Thanks so us much. On media. <laughs>
0: yeah, we can talk about it. Go Thanks back. you so much. No, we don't need to talk about no, it. No, talk was a about good, it. No, it was a good edit. It was a
1: good edit. Thank I support you. it. I could tell by your glazed over look that you weren't going to make any sense. Yeah, I don't think we were going to go. You were going to be like, that. I was reading that salamanders uh, need a temperature of 87 degrees in their tank. Um, and I would be like, okay. Speaking of Joshua Tree and Lady Gaga. S- uh, s-
0: What about me screams, I want to talk about
1: salamanders. What about you doesn't? Uh, I guess that's fair. Gabe, you have so many fun facts that aren't fun at all, but I listen to all of them.
0: Listen, a fun fact is just a term people use.
1: Uh, I did that for... I've done that in our friend... Like, a relationship for a very long time. It's like, friendship? We dated. Relationship? You can call it that. Um, Where I would, like, make up something fake and, like, see how long you would believe it. Yeah. Like, Avril Lavigne and... (laughs) <laughs> Adam Levine being siblings and you believed it for like 20 minutes a full 20 minutes you didn't even google it like girl that's on you
0: well it also it it came up naturally it wasn't like hey do you know it was just like it came up naturally and then I was like what and you're like yeah they're siblings <laughs> Like you somehow slipped it into normal conversation rather than highlighting. Like, let me tell you a fact. Because I'm a liar.
1: (laughs) Um, The same thing that we do with uh, our speed breakups is what I do in real life, which is slip in some lies and see if you can figure out what they are before we emotionally traumatize each other.
0: I would like to publicly voice the fact that I am becoming... Closer and closer to your cat, Sasha. Oh. I am viciously yeah. allergic to her. Vicious. If I touch her, my eyes swell up. But we have come to realize that if we're on the couch, she tries to crawl onto my lap. But for some reason, here in the bed, she respects my boundaries. I'm surprised she's not in here. So, I know. She isn't in here. She's respecting my it's boundaries. it's warm in here. So, when I... That first night that I, like, fed the cat while you guys were away... We just sat here for hours in bed and she was sitting next to me. It was the like most <laughs> lovely time I've ever spent cats. with a cat. Because all cats are dangerous to me, but this was like she was respecting my boundaries. She was looking <clears throat> so fierce and cute. And I feel like a new connection to her She's the cutest. And I just felt like it made me grow as a person and fun fact, I don't know how to hold a cat. I've never ha I've never held a cat because i can't touch them i want you to hold a cat and then i realized when i'm house sitting there might be an instance where like i need to pick up sasha to move her no i think you're right i think i can work around it but i just thought where i was like oh i wouldn't i wouldn't feel comfortable holding sasha i don't know how to pick up a. how do you pick <laughs> up a, a ball of claws well
1: how do you pick up a cat and how do you pick up a fat cat are two different things because oh. she's really big do
0: not body shame her she is living her best she's like 25 life.
1: pounds on a good day she looks great she weighs more than my nephew. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> my nephew is getting so heavy, but he you still have to, like, carry him sometimes. You still have to
0: carry him, even though... And he is also prone to, like, flail when he gets excited. Like, that's the age he's at.
1: Flail? <laughs> I you know do what that, I mean. too. Yeah.
0: He sees something and he points at it, but then now his, his little arm has more punch to it. You know what yeah. I'm saying?
1: It literally punches. <laughs> it's true. Um... Oh no! I think it, it, I can do a video about how to pick up a cat on Instagram. I would love think that. that. Very would be, much. That would help is, me out a lot. This is how you pick up a cat. I'm and still like,
0: never going to do it because I'm terrified, and also my head would explode. But I am.
1: I think it will be funny if you're when you're house sitting here and the cat's here and you she's like in my bed and you have to go to sleep and you have to move her. What are you going to do? Well, this
0: is what I discovered that first night is that if I just adjust the blanket. Then she'll kind of move and get off of it, and then if I carry the blanket out, she follows the blanket. (laughs) Because the blanket is her fuzzy place.
1: Oh, her fuzzy place. Except I'm gonna bring my blanket to to Arizona. Then I don't know what I'm gonna do. No, oh there'll still be one here. There'll be the the gray one.
0: This has been Kitty Corner with Gabriel Lee.
1: This has been the Purcast. Hi. Hi, welcome. Welcome everybody. The the purcast people listen to Oh no. (laughs) <laughs> oh no we have to edit that out <laughs> wait why because i'm slandering that gay man's podcast we
0: just mentioned it because we were talking about cats that's nothing rude about the cast. <sighs> okay yeah and just fine. because he has thousands of thousands of listeners doesn't mean he's more powerful than we are does it? i'm yes, as oh powerful no. as i
1: want to be i am my own woman you how is he not trying and take my voice and you will not take my god guys the women tell all was wild this is like a month after this has aired. you know what I've decided, Ugh. and this is
0: a hot take. The worst part of The Bachelor as a program is the woman women tell all episode it's the I hate it. I do not enjoy it.
1: My favorite thing was Rachel, a past oh contestant God. saying cyberbullying comments wow. out loud.
0: One of the past bachelorettes, Rachel came on the show to read aloud some of the nasty comments these women received to point out the fact that like, hey, everyone shouldn't cyberbully these women, and she read Which them aloud. Is true. And it gave me so much life. So it was here's the drama. Thing. Here's my hot take from all of this. Real. It was that was good.
1: So I don't condone cyberbullying, but oh. I could say a lot worse things that were then were aired in that episode, and I have. <laughs> uh, I said them to Christine 1000000 uh, I've I actually never tweeted her. Did I to ever tell you that? when did you want remember to i Christina said i million? tweeted her i tweeted at her that her movie was so bad it made me want to jump off a balcony oh yeah and i never did that no, and i don't not. think i ever explained that of course i didn't not. say people that people knew that was a joke okay hopefully because sometimes people knew that was my humor is so bad that i'm lying about something and people are like wow he's such a dick he hates people with no people bifida. knew that was a joke
0: that said lauren could have on that episode just read some of the texts you and i sent each other (laughs) and they would have just been just as bad
1: all i do is edit myself and replace one of mckenna's eyebrows as (laughs) myself like just a picture of me as one of her enormous eyebrows she knows what she's doing she she draws them on like that the
0: worst things i've said about the women on the bachelor this season are directed at
1: victoria no
0: at i just forgot her name at madison's eyelashes I don't know Ooh, who is doing that to her eyelashes. Them. They do all of their own I don't makeup. know who is allowing her to do that to her eyelashes. Yeah, the I producers are
1: doing these girls dirty.
0: I don't know why not a single producer on the set is going, hey, girl. You are wearing. You are looking wild. Your in the eyelashes eyelash are
1: spaced out like six inches between each lash. You
0: have a spider and a half on each eye. Oh my god, it does look like a spider. It. Yes,
1: they, she cut a centipede and placed each. One hundred percent. And that's and, my main as issue. As a, with this a gay man who doesn't wear makeup, I am the authority on this. One hundred percent. So I'm going to tell women who do their makeup like it needs to be. Good. I have this watched. This is another term when I'm a joke. I'm joking, but I sound like a dick.
0: A I have, and this is not a joke, I have watched hundreds of makeup tutorial videos.
1: I think you're lowballing never, that. Never. Thousands.
0: Never have I ever seen a lash that wild. Yeah. Never.
1: Never have I ever... I've... Okay. One of the, my most fun experiences of last year was you doing my makeup for the visual album Lady Gaga ripped off. <sighs> yeah, I was not as good as I thought I was because be. you had you talked it up so much. I hyped it. But here was the problem: is we filmed six different looks in one day. Yes. So six different eye makeup looks. The best were done in the beginning. I think they were like the really cool solid ones. And then by the end, I my face was so raw from I the know. makeup wipes. I had showered in between a couple different ones, too, of to glitter. try and get stuff off, and my face was so raw, and you were placing makeup on me for the last one, and I was, like, crying because I'm like, this is so hard. Luckily, the theme was crying.
0: Well, the other thing is, like, we were trying to take lots of pictures in, like during the daylight, and while most of these looks that you see on youtube take like a full ass hour to make i was trying to do them in like 10 or 15 minutes so then we and shoot. i had never done it, I, but i was very disappointed the thing i've learned fun makeup tip a uh, fun makeup it. tip the thing i've learned is that y- your eye shape is your own eye shape and so i can't do nikki tutorials look on you because her eyes are a different shape uh, so i didn't adjust for the the architecture of your face that my
1: face wasn't going to be like nikki tutorials well because face.
0: she has hooded oh god i could get so detailed she has hooded eyelids you do not what does that mean Hooded. i have hooded eyelids so like if you look at my eyes my eyelids you can't really see my lid like it There's disappears oh. whereas you naturally like you actually see the top of your lid wow I'm talking about this oh earnestly. I do I have really nice eyelids yeah you have like open lids and your eyebrows are lower because she, most women have like corrected the placement of their brows and lifted them so listen uh, welcome to best makeups um, sis makeup sis welcome to best makeup says <laughs> sis sis what? I, I oh, could talk no. about
1: makeup and Drag Race and the fact that I got my parents to watch the season 12 premiere of Drag Race with us. That was fun. And was one of the highlights of this year so far for me. That was really because fun. Because my mom just absolutely losing it during like every challenge and lip sync <laughs> because it's so funny was like, I'm, I'm changing lives.
0: I think my favorite part was afterward when we were cleaning up the kitchen and talking about it and like hearing all her opinions on the queens. Oh, yeah. It was very satisfying. Because
1: it's like, this is what we all do. And I'm, like, so ready for The Bachelor to be over because I'm, like, done talking about it. Because Peter But we have is the two worst. more episodes. We have a two-night season finale. Which, by the time this comes out, that will have been old news.
0: Can we talk really quickly about the fact that if you don't watch reality TV, you're not a fucking hero?
1: Or you're not superior to those who do?
0: Like, the fuck?
1: A man judged me online because I was watching The Bachelor with an edible.
0: And to that, I say, the fuck? He
1: said, that's a lot. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, why do you even watch something if you don't like it? I'm like, because it's entertaining. And he's like, well, what do you actually watch when you're sober? I'm like, uh, I watch everything with a little bit of marijuana because I am a 30-year-old woman who can do <laughs> whatever the fuck I want in California. And I can enjoy whatever I want. And <laughs> I, will not be, I will not be silenced. <laughs> No, yeah, it was weird. Superior gays who think because they don't do it's gay wild. things they're superior it's is internalized homophobia. That's why. And I will call out internalized homophobia any chance I see it because I need people to know that they're actually wrong for judging things like that, like watching Drag Race or watching reality TV or listening to Lady Gaga song that's un- that's forgettable. Um, <laughs> you can do whatever you want, and it does not make you any more better or worse. No, of you are anything. not superior, but. Because- when you are judgmental, tastes? you are inferior. Like, uh. judgment and being, like, bi- like bi- biased and being a bitch about it makes you less of a person, like, that than somebody watching. Like, who gives a shit?
0: When you're holier than thou, and you think that your tastes and opinions are above anyone else's, all that does is immediately tell me that I'm never going to speak to you again. <laughs> it's so lame. Sorry. Oh,
1: sorry. And it's not sorry, because I I don't know. I don't need, like negative people in my life
0: my mother has a deep-rooted distaste of jennifer lopez but she has never once told anyone else not to like jennifer lopez
1: well yeah and here's my thing too you know what i'm saying is like do you oh you're better like oh like well i only watch like shows like whatever bitch i watched chernobyl too yeah like i watched the army shows and the different i've watched i watch everything i watch every show just because i also watch reality tv doesn't mean i'm like less of like a well it's this whole
0: thing and this was one of the things in college that always drove me crazy is that it's like certain things are considered like literary and, and like Something of value and Big something of eyes. merit. And then some things are considered commercial and just like meant to make money. And I'm like, those things. Are not mutually, mutually exclusive. exclusive. All those literary things wish they made as much money as all the commercial
1: things. It's because it's just about is entertainment. entertainment. It doesn't matter what form it is; it's entertainment. Which That's is why, why Dan Cook had a career.
0: Which is why Dan Cook had a career. <laughs> which is also why I uh, it didn't fit in my schedule. But every semester, I tried to take Harry Potter is lit in college <laughs> because commercial fiction and commercial movies and products yeah. can be just as interesting to talk about. Stuff that's considered like literary and, like, but it is, and I love that literary shit. I eat it yeah, up. But people need to not be and judgy I, about it. And
1: I watch all of the movies. I, I before the Oscars come out, I watch all of them. <gasps> I can tell you all about acting and what the directing of something is and the creating a storyline and how to world build because I do that stuff. And so, like, just because. I, I. Also, we've been on this topic for a while. But yeah, it's like you can enjoy all the things and it does not make you a better person because you don't watch The Bachelor.
0: I have a real question to ask. Am I a fake bitch? Because (laughs) I truly believe everything I just said, but if you are a celebrity who quote unquote wrote a book, I can't, my eyes roll so hard I lose them. They fall out of my head.
1: Well, that comes from a place of you taking book writing seriously i think like you... but you could make the
0: argument that like whether or not they wrote it or a ghost writer wrote it or whatever the hell but, it could but still be considered entertainment. Non-fiction,
1: and you're a fiction writer
0: no tyra banks wrote novels lauren conrad wrote novels i thought
1: they were about herself
0: no they were like inspired by her life but they're fake fictional characters doing fictional things
1: oh well i can't help them with that topic but like lena dunham writing about her life that well, that's you different. can do whatever you want about my her. thing is
0: oh, okay wait this is i think my saving Actually, grace I think
1: lena dunham in fiction would be really good Why oh i think so that? too
0: i think she said she's working on a that's book. what girls know what it is. is right yeah. i this is my saving grace that'll make me feel better and then we can stop talking about this because i think maybe <laughs> i am just a fake bitch but i think yeah. the difference is that i get upset when someone claims to have written something And in reality, someone else wrote it and they put their name on it. But like Erica Girardi, Miss Erica Jane from The Real Housewives wrote a book with a ghostwriter, but she called him her co-author mm-hmm. and while promoting the book was like I've never written a book before but I wanted to tell a story here's the guy who actually knows how to write a book this is what we made that's what and that was for. refreshing as yeah. hell because it was like we've created this thing that we hope is entertaining but yeah. I'm not pretending like I'm a but genius she, who wrote it
1: but I think of her as a down to earth celebrity yes. who is self aware Yes, she's self aware that her music is club music that's yeah. pretty vapid and it's not and, and that's like, why it's her fun. performance but she is self-aware to the we talk about erica girardi a lot we do i feel like we we both have a crush <laughs> on her um because she's real like i think she legitimately uh even on real housewives of beverly hills when the girls are having issues she's like just tell me she's like this is dumb. just just talk <laughs> about it just say like why are we going to other people and talking about it just text me and say like hey i have a problem with you and then we'll talk about it but
0: i think that's my <laughs> problem if tyra banks had the name of her ghostwriter on the cover and was like i wrote a book with someone i would not roll my eyes but that's... instead of seeing like author tyra banks but and then i just credit... fall to the ground
1: is prestige, which is success, which is yes. they're making themselves sound more successful than they are. And we just saw her on What Happens Tonight. Her makeup Ooh. was not good.
0: Ooh. She was sitting next to Ava across from Andy Cohen looking rough. She, sorry, her, Tyra. Everything was wrong. Sorry, Tyra. You need to hire... You have millions and millions of dollars. Like, a lot. More than you think sh- she has. You need a new stylist home, girl. I'm so sorry.
1: It just... It was a lot happening in a little amount of time.
0: Like, I really hope... Andy Cohen sat down with her afterwards and was like, Tyra, let's talk about you. I hate, 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 hate your hair. I I hate Hey, 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 your makeup. So,
1: Gabe and I, uh, we haven't talked about watching uh, MasterChef in a long time. We haven't. So, we, we used to watch MasterChef and we would make brackets and we would have a competition <laughs> and whoever would win would win nothing. And so, <laughs> we made up like the rules, which were like, these are the point system and lose for the season that we did. It was the one that Seth, what's his name? Seth, somebody won. I can't remember. Anyways, this guy won, ended up winning the show. But you can have, you you're, the people the person you pick could win but you still lose because of points. points and one of the ways that you lost points is if gordon ramsay said damn it's one of my your favorite meal. things
0: he does is when he tastes something and then says damn so and he's
1: disappointed away. so it like will look pretty but doesn't taste good or tastes good but doesn't look and it's pretty. like one of the worst um,
0: things you could hear was gordon damn. ramsay just say damn so that lost you lots of points it
1: lost you 10 points which in ours no it you... lost you like 30 or something oh yeah it? at the time it lost you 30 we because of this incident we put it to <laughs> 10 But one of Gabe's competitors <laughs> was being critiqued, and Gordon Ramsay literally said Dam, "damn, damn, 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 damn" <laughs> like nine times, and Gabe lost four thousand points. ridiculous, and I then was that snatched. guy ended up winning the season, which gives you like two hundred points. But Gabe still lost I because still of lost the damn incident. Because they
0: got like. A damn to that eighth power. But
1: one of our rules was once the season has started, we you cannot change Yeah, we the couldn't point change system. points mid-season. And so it was like, sorry, and then we adjusted for the next... This might be the dumbest shit anyone's ever heard, but I'm super excited for the next season because we need to do it. We didn't do it for season 10, which I'm sad we didn't because uh, it was a good season.
0: Just imagine, though, that like you're used to hearing, damn, as a competitor, and that was the worst thing, and then you put your plate down, and he says...
1: Dam 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 damn, 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 It was so like, many whoa. dams.
0: Also, side note, I do not like Gordon Ramsay. I love his programs. I would not care to I'm meet him I'm from San in Francisco,
1: person. so I have a certain view of the food scene. <laughs> Jesus.
0: No, I just don't think he would be a nice person to be around. He I'm, seems very... It's the
1: opposite for me. He seems... I'm friends with them. So my celebrity (laughs) in the last episode (laughs) is my love of Gordon Ramsay and just how like passionate he is about food. Because all of the things that he gets all like bent out of shape about is because the quality and standard of food needs to be the highest. Oh, I don't mind him like throwing fits. I, I also love people who are just the best at what they do. Sure. I could watch that shit all day. Like Alex Garnaschelli cooking. I could watch it all day.
0: I don't mind him throwing fits and being hard on people. I think it's all good TV. He just doesn't seem like that fun to be around. Oh, and this is based on... like Howard Stern. This is based on his episode of Hot Ones, that YouTube show where you eat the spicy wings. He he was the worst sport about it ever, and it really put a bad taste in my mouth. (laughs) They (laughs) were hot. I know, but he was being extra, which (laughs) maybe means that would be fun. It would be fun to hang out with him. I don't know.
1: Hey, look at us. Look at us. Hey. Who, th- who would have thought? Hey.
0: <laughs> um, oh, I was just going to say something and it fell out of my dumb big head.
1: Yeah. <sighs> oh. I, I, I'm, bitch. So, I'm never gonna do you, that bitch. So, are you ready to jump into your story? Yeah, who's first today? You are. I am? Mm-hmm. Oh, I am first. It's episode 40, so we have officially made it to Gabe's age. Welcome to my midlife crisis. That happened 10 years ago, girl. My midlife crisis? You're only going to make it to 60. No, I think I'm going to have a couple of midlife crises. <laughs> quarter life crisis? Um, I think I'm having my quarter life crisis right now. Oh, really? I think I'm going to be like 110 and pissed about it. How's it going? Oh, I better die
0: like right
1: at 70. <laughs> Just to <laughs> get me the hell out of here. He's like, I've met people older than that. I don't want to become what's wrong.
0: God, I my body is already failing like an old person. By the time I'm old, I'm just gonna be being dragged around. <laughs> I need to get it together. Uh, take me, coronavirus. Okay, here we go. So today, I'm going to be telling you a story that you I uh, hmm, how should I put this?
1: Just because it's over doesn't mean it's really over. You might have
0: he- you might know things about this couple that I may have even researched. have changed recently <gasps> so you might know the status of this couple but it might not be what you think it is
1: I think I know no I, don't. I have no but idea. I'm just gonna Wait, cut this. to the chase
0: okay so today I'm gonna be telling you the breakup story of Katy Perry yay
1: and Orlando Bloom yay um I do know about this because I researched this not for today oh no when I've, I have like 10 going on right what now. What the hell? A, uh, I'm sorry. But. What, you know all this? No. I copy and pasted a bunch of shit, and then I was like, this is too short. Oh,
0: you haven't read it all yet? Not really. Okay. No. <laughs> I guess that makes me feel a little better. Do okay. it. Do it. Fine, I'll do it. I'll do it. Do it. Do it. What's that song? I don't know. Oh, Black Eyed Peas. Fuck. Jesus Christ, I'm old. Okay, here we go. Uh, so we're talking about Katy Perry and Orlando Bloom. Uh, we know Katy Perry Blair. as um, that chick on American Idol. <laughs> Whoa, sorry, do not Katy. come
1: after her. I'm her sorry, new Kate. music is so good. Okay, so
0: Katy Perry started as a uh, an acoustic Christian um, musician. Sure did. She was not Katy Perry at first. She Catherine uh, had a band, uh, had a little bit of success, was uh, getting some bites from managers. Um, then she became the vocalist of a band that was already formed in LA it broke up uh long story short she finally rebranded and then put out the single I kissed a girl this was after like years of her doing the hustle uh in the music scene here in LA and I kissed a girl as we all know exploded and became this massive hit and and made like launched her whole career Part of the reason why her career launched was because her branding was so specific as this like bubblegum bubble gum, pop, cotton candy uh, pop. plastic uh costume jewelry over the top, louder than life situation. But she also has like a really solid pop voice. And she is a good singer. She is a good singer. And it comes from her doing like acoustic songs that every once in a while she'll pull out an acoustic version of a pop song that's nice. But then she like has a really stylized pop voice. It's Katy Perry. Ba-ba-ba. And now, of course, she um, is one of the biggest pop stars in the world. You can see her on American Idol, making more money Idol. and success than any of the competitors. And um, she's been, as we mentioned, she's been... Was that this episode or last episode? I can't remember if we just talked about it or not. But she's been releasing singles um, oh, over the yes. past year, one by never one. Never Really
1: Over is one of the best songs it she's ever made. It makes me so happy
0: because her last album she put out with the Swish Swish Bish didn't like it it did not resonate with me at all and then now she's starting to put out these singles that are like classic pop it's like top Muna 40 Katy Perry and
1: like it's just a lot of good things it's
0: just what we want from Katy Perry it's, it's like the best Katy I'm Perry I'm in drag. the
1: desert in a flowy gown on mushrooms with a catchy with melody with my ex-boyfriend who's still my pool boy and
0: some like crooning uh, sh- like lovely shrieky pops it's a
1: wine glass full of rocks
0: s- Uh, melodies it's, oh, a wine glass full of rocks. It's what we need. Yes.
1: So that's Katy Perry. Thanks. Who's Orlando Bloom? <laughs> Orlando Bloom. He's Legolas. He's Will Turner. He's that's it. <laughs> uh,
0: he's actually done a ton of crap, but of course we know him most as Legolas. I loved from the Lord him of the in the Elizab- Elizabethtown. Elizabeth Elizabethtown. Elizabethtown.
1: <laughs> That was advertised as a comedy, and then, like, immediately someone's parent dies yeah, in the open it really of the movie. A turn. Weird. We also
0: know him as Will Turner from Pirates of the Caribbean. <speaking> of the um, fun fact the- uh, he was cast uh, in Lord of the Rings because, as part of his audition tape he- that he submitted, it included him skydiving and jumping out of a plane. And it like caught the attention of casting directors. That's and then, all you have to do. And then they brought him in, kept bringing him in, and he ended up being a great fit.
1: He's the best. Legolas is the best character in Lord of the Rings, hands down.
0: Oh, completely. That's why they brought they inserted him into the Hobbit, even though the he wasn't is not in it. In the Hobbit. <laughs> um, but he's also done a lot of other work. Like if you look at his IMDb, you'll be like, oh right, he was in that. He works a ton. Yeah. Um, he uh, part of the reason why he got so famous right away was because he was Carnival in his, Row carnival row he's currently on the hbo show with and uh still working but part of the reason why he got so famous right away he was in big movies but also he was like the new heartthrob because he was like the boy band young face and everyone thought he was blonde face
1: no rape accusations yet man yeah
0: exactly um currently unproblematic uh pretty face boy um so that's orlando bloom um Katy Perry and Orlando Bloom first met in 2016. Oh, at, this is more recent than this I is more recent. clocked. Uh they met at a party after the Golden Globes. they was this both...
1: before after Orlando Bloom got in a fight with Justin Bieber? Hmm. In a club, remember?
0: I do remember. I wanna say this was mid. This was okay. I think there's overlap.
1: Like Justin Bieber said something bad about Katy Perry, and then it yeah. was like, ah,
0: I think, um, I think, just like Justin Bieber peeing in a bucket at a bar, there is some uh, correlation. Uh, part of the timeline that trickles in.
1: Did you know that Justin Bieber's the number one listened to artist on Spotify?
0: No, and that bums me out. Also, because he owns part of Spotify.
1: Well, yeah, he advertises the hell out of it.
0: Because he has a. Good oh yeah, you don't
1: manager. have Spotify.
0: No, I'm not a Spotifyer.
1: Well, they recently did this thing I'm not where a if you were in the upper <laughs> like five percent of the listener of a certain band or anything, they told you. And I was in the one percent highest fan base of of Monsters and Men, yeah. which made me really happy because I want them to know that I listen to them. I all think that's the what
0: time. I think that would happen for me and Moona at this point.
1: Moony, Moona. Okay, so, so back to they that.
0: Met, They met at a Golden Globes party. Guess whose Golden Globes party it was. Speaking of unproblematic faves, Harvey Weinstein. They met at Harvey Weinstein's Golden Globes after party in 2016. Harvey Harvey Weinstein. Harvey Weinstein. Um, They were seen flirting at the event. People said that they were like whispering to each other and very cuddly. Mm. And they were actually later in the night seen leaving the party together.
1: Get it. Just because it's over doesn't mean it's really over. Mm, Indeed. This
0: party ain't over. Just because it's
1: over doesn't mean I'm coming over again. In
0: April of 2016, they went to... Cella together
1: couples that cella together, together stay together except <sighs> when your boyfriend's gay
0: except when i am a fag hag for the second time and my name is vanessa twice Hedgen. Ooh, i'm sorry girl uh She's they went fine. to coachella together um, this article says it makes me real sad. Perry and Bloom made the trek down to Indio to attend the annual Coachella music festival. Don't together.
1: come after my gig. This is trek. how I read mine.
0: I just don't like that they use the word trek. They went to fucking Coachella. <sighs> um, they were seen being in not being intimate. No, they weren't seen fucking. <laughs> they anywhere. were having straight. They up were sex. seen like hugging, hugging each other and holding hands, like with a group of friends. I wonder what that's like. Uh, the, uh, <laughs> I, an insider said that uh orlando was behind her and swaying to the music wow Um,
1: that's the sexiest thing i've ever seen by
0: the way this is all reporting from l.com us weekly and e-news with some special appearances by people magazine so we know it's all here um after Cella, uh katie made things official on instagram Uh, Katie posted a picture of them like being cute and laughing, except they were lounging in robes on the steps of a building in Con, cans, canes, whatever the fuck, France. Canes. So they're like, it's some gorgeous, lavish photo, and it's like, yeah, we're together, bitches. Ha. Shaw. Yeah, love conquers all. Then they go on a vacation together in Italy, and Ugh, while they're people. in Italy, they're swimming, and this is his the, nude photos. Say, exactly. This is the famous moment where they went paddle boarding, and Orlando decided to go completely naked, what? and uh, a bunch of photos were taken, and I have 100% looked at his penis.
1: It's pretty much what you'd expect. It's what you'd expect. It's, yeah, it's. Good for him, yeah good yeah it's like no complaints no it's there, like that not a single comment made Yeah, like it, it's not good it's not bad like there's nothing to be said it's, it's like 1912 or whatever that movie was exactly it's, just, it's not good it's not bad like it's just right there in the middle like all of us it's like a collective head nod like yeah like sean Mendez did that yeah sure. yeah yeah
0: um then let's see so of course this made like headlines on the internet and it was a whole thing of everyone looking at orlando's dick because <laughs> why not <laughs> why not Um, and during this time of that same month, a source told (gasps) people that Orlando was head over heels for Katie. They said he always gushes about Katie and thinks she is amazing in a million ways. I like them. He would love to settle down with Katie and have more kids. I don't
1: want them to break up. He already has,
0: he already has one child, a nine-year-old son named Flynn with his ex-wife Miranda Kerr. Kerr. It's spelled K- Kerr. Is it Carr?
1: Oh, I'm thinking of a different person. Oh,
0: I think she's a model, Miranda Kerr.
1: Yeah, that is Kerr. But that was Gorgeous. that's his ex-wife, yeah.
0: or I'm actually not sure if they were married. But they have a son together named Flynn. Mom. And so a source said that um, Orlando is so in love with Katie and like wants to have more kids with her. Um, I like them. Then together. they were next seen uh, that same year um, for Halloween. They did a couple's costume. Where Katie dressed up as Hillary Clinton and Orlando dressed up as Bill Clinton, and they had they like hired someone to dress up as Donald Trump and like follow them around and kind of like pester them throughout the night um, <laughs> that same year, Orlando spends Thanksgiving with katie's family oh. and she like made a post on Instagram and then uh he also spent Christmas with them that year.
1: Oh, I want them to make it
0: then January of the following year in twenty seventeen a Katie's plans a big surprise party for him. Where she, um, as part of the surprise, flies his mother out to the party in Palm Springs. And he was, like, completely shocked to see his mother. And he said he called it the best gift he's ever received. And then in February of 20... Or February 28th, 2017. This was after 10 months of them being together. They call off their relationship and they split and they release a statement through their rep saying before rumors or falsifications get out of hand, we can confirm that Orlando and Katie are taking respectful, loving space at this time.
1: I'm going to start doing this for any time I start talking to somebody. (laughs) Like as soon as we stop talking, I'm going to release a statement
0: before rumors and falsifications (laughs) get out of hand.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Like I don't even post that I'm dating somebody or just break up like before the rumors come out, we were dating. And it was the best relationship he's ever had, but also he's a narcissist. We
0: would just like it to be officially on the record that he is a fucking monster.
1: I think the thing that I, my worst quality about myself is not actually being able to identify narcissists mm. when they
0: enter my life. You need like one of those.
1: Because they're so good at not looking like it. You
0: need one of those Harry Potter things that like <gasps> knows when people are like. Like rings and it's
1: like, ooh, you're obsessed with yourself. You need that
0: fuck boy isolator. Yes i'm into this um but when asked about the split a source told e exclamation point that katie was the one to pull the plug that the feeling was mutual but katie was the one to make the decision it was a few events that happened over the past few months they both still have love for each other and getting back together could happen once they have some space do
1: you think it's never really over
0: This is where I asked, I have a lot more story, but this is where I asked the question, did they stay friends? Yes,
1: I hope so. I like them them a lot together. That's why I initially researched them, but it bummed me out because I liked them so much together. And I was like, oh, I know where this is going, but I hope so well
0: i can tell you
1: it's never really over that
0: they did choose to stay friends. <gasps> oh i had a lot writing on this and um a friend lots of people talking about them but a friend said that katie has built a really strong connection with flynn orlando's son it's sad but it will work out how it's supposed to and that they're choosing to stay friends imagine you're like touch
1: dad's friend is katie perry i know what and a nine cool years kid. old
0: is, like, old enough to be aware but not well, be wrapped up in it, I yeah, think. Yeah, like, a
1: couple more years, you, like, know everything. But, like, nine, you're, like, not quite knowing everything yet. Like, you don't really care. It's like you're aware, but you don't care who's famous really yet. Yeah. I would think. But if you grew up with your dad being Legolas, I think your concept of fame is weird. Like, oh, yeah, this everyone's famous around my dad. He got in a fight with Justin Bieber.
0: Yeah. But so, Random. they did choose to say friends, and after all these rumors, of course, naturally came up because they're so famous, Katie tweeted, in all caps, how about a new way of thinking for 2017, exclamation point, and she said, mm. you can still be friends and love your former partners, no one's a victim or a villain, get a life, y'all. True.
1: That, except for narcissists.
0: A few months later, amen to that, a few months later, in June of the same year, 2017, Perry goes, Katie goes on the James Corden show. I always forget what it's called. Late Night with James Corden. James Corden, it's late. He's singing in a car today. But she's on James Corden and she does that segment, Spill Your Guts, where you have to answer questions or you have to eat gross food. Yeah. And he asks her to rank all of her famous boyfriends according to how good they were in bed.
1: Oh, that's trashy.
0: And she does it because I think she was supposed to eat like a spider or something. And she did it. And she ranked Orlando as second of her fairly long list. So John Mayer was ranked first. Ew. Followed by Orlando. And last was Diplo. (laughs) So that's just a fun fact.
1: What about Russell Brand?
0: He was in the middle there somewhere. They were married. Um, Um, But that was just the top and the bottom.
1: Diplo? Who the fuck is that?
0: He's one of those, uh, like, uh, I always want to say that they're DJs, but they're not. He's like, uh, you know, they have those big concerts where they just do. Oh, trans my! Music. Only question is, is he white? And he is. Oh, one hundred percent. So then, uh, the following year, in March twenty eighteen, they're seen seen together in
1: Prague. But they're friends. They're friends. friends uh, Orlando can hang is
0: out. Orlando's filming the show that we mentioned earlier, Carnival Row. It's shooting in Prague, and Katie goes to visit him. As you do. This starts rumors that maybe they're back together. Mm. Um, And then other people speak up and say like, no, they, after they split, they stayed in touch. They're still friends. That doesn't necessarily mean anything. Um, But then they start traveling together. And in April of that year, they meet the Pope together at the Vatican. Uh, It was like part of a fundraiser. So they went to support
1: the greatest day of the Pope's life. (laughs) Legolas and Katy Perry.
0: And then the next month on the season finale of American Idol, Becca Kufrin from The Bachelorette comes on to promote things and they're like doing some banter and Katy Perry makes a statement. I'm not single, but I still love you. So she makes the statement publicly that she's dating someone and this is after there have been rumors that she and Orlando are back together. Ooh. And then in September of that year, she and Orlando appear on the red carpet together. <gasps> Friends. So after um, it was, I think it was like a fashion event of the red carpet. It's basically... Sh- made public that they're together again yes then in 2019 in february perry announces that they are engaged so just a day after valentine's day katie um went on instagram and shared a picture um with orlando together and um in the picture there's a very clear look of her diamond engagement ring it's flower-shaped um, it has a ru- it has rubies and diamonds it's reportedly four and a half carats and estimated to be worth five million dollars and she what? a source close to Katie said that Orlando had planned the engagement for a while and he wanted it to be really special and um basically he I'm trying to find the part where she talks about it oh uh This is Katie talking about the engagement. I just remember meeting him at dinner at this place, this Italian restaurant, because when I eat, I just want to stuff my face with pasta. So I get there. And I mean, he's like clean shaven. He's not wearing tennis shoes. And I'm like, shit, something's going down. We order everything on the menu. Not everything on the menu. We were ordering practically everything. And I was like, who is this person? Then Orlando took him on a helicopter and they killed Kobe. No, I'm sorry. They didn't. I'm oh. sorry. I'm sorry. It's too soon. Oh my God. <laughs> it's too soon. You no, they, say they that. just went on a normal, normal helicopter ride. No heroes no were killed. No one died. Um, she says, I got on a helicopter and he asked me to mar- marry him. And then we landed on this building and went downstairs and my family and friends were there. And it was the most flowers you've ever seen. It's like when Kanye does that thing for Kim and you're like, oh my God. And I was like, oh my God. So that was her describing the engagement. <laughs> um they start planning the wedding um and there's like all these reports i won't go through it all but there are all these reports from different outlets being like katie wants these flowers they might get married here they're gonna everyone's like guessing and talking about what the wedding's gonna be like um and then uh, on an appearance on the today show orlando talks about the wedding and basically says that um and before walking down the aisle you need a strong like connection and that they're focusing on having a f- solid foundation yeah. before getting married. That's fair. And he said, it's important to me that we're aligned. I've been married and divorced. And I don't want to do it again. And she we're both fully aware of that. Oh, I know after that. <laughs> and he says, she's remarkable. And so I'm always so impressed with that. And I'm encouraged. Which is, whatever. It's a statement. Huh. Then the wedding gets postponed. <gasps> I'm making this sound more dramatic. It's actually not a big deal. Oh. Uh, so they end up postponing the <laughs> wedding just because they they were going to get married pretty quick, like in a couple of months. And they're like, no, we need more time. And then they, they kept changing the dates. They just postponed it. And then here is the big twist. Oh, no. And the reason why I wouldn't let you listen to the song that she just released. So today we are recording this on March 6th. Yesterday, March 5th, 2020, Katy Perry released a song as a way to announce something about her relationship with Orlando. And I didn't want you to watch it yesterday because it would have given away everything here. So we're going to press pause. We're going to watch the music video. Oh, no. And then we're going to come back and talk about the state of Orlando and Katy's relationship. So we're going to press pause. We will be right back. So I kind of played it up like it might be bad news, but actually...
1: You're such a bitch.
0: I know. Actually, she posted and released a new music video with her song yesterday called Never Worn White. And how does it end, Colton? She is pregnant. She is pregnant. It ends with her, like, there's lots of symbolism and like kind of subtle imagery throughout the music flowers, video blooming. like mixing your colors and flowers and stamens and circles and like all these shapes and she looks gorgeous of course and then at the very end you see her like holding her baby bump which and she has been hiding that and she basically posted it saying like I want we wanted to share it musically and so her way of telling everyone that she's pregnant
1: so they are still getting married they are getting married and she's pregnant and she's pregnant
0: Wow. So I misled you a little bit. I What well they're not exes then. They were exes though. And the one rule we have is if you can ask ask the question did they stay friends? And then and got so married. So I covered their breakup <laughs> and they did stay friends and then they got married. <laughs> but they didn't stay friends. They got back together. Just because
1: you're married doesn't mean you're not still friends. You're not friends with your partner. I mean, ugh. Like, that's that's straight culture, actually, like, hating your person.
0: (laughs) I mean, my dad always calls my mom his best friend, so... No, but so it was a little bit misleading, but I think it still technically fits in our parameters of telling stories, and instead of it ending (sighs) in tragedy, it ended in the fact that they are still friends, and getting married, and having a baby! And I was nervous to do this because I thought you would have known, like, wait, aren't they still together? And then I, so that's why I was prepared to play it up to be like, this story won't end the way you think it will. I knew they broke
1: up, but I didn't know they got back together and she's pregnant. Yeah,
0: they've just been kind of quiet about it. And then that's how they announced yesterday. Gosh, that's how I'm going to announce things in my
1: life is a song that shows I'm pregnant. And it is a
0: very beautiful, catchy ballad. It's just going to be
1: that song, but me laying on a bed next to the box of cranium. Colton has an um. announcement <laughs> well, no, that's good. I guess I've been under the and it, i've I thought like they had to not stay together, and then they're ex'es, but I guess they were ex'es for like a year
0: i I do think that maybe I'm breaking the rule a little bit, I but we were also, still together we, that but whole we've time. also done people who like someone's died, so we've done ones where it's like you know the end of it, but we can still ask Wait, the question died? um. I don't know. I well, guess
1: John Goslin. Yeah. His career deceased. It's gone.
0: So I I'm aware that I might be breaking the rule a little bit, but technically I could still ask a question. So
1: and i wanted yeah. to do
0: it because it felt like breaking news where i found it out about it yesterday and then i was like wait they broke up didn't they and, and then this I is gonna it out. come
1: out in f- a month
0: and this <laughs> will come out next year <laughs> <laughs> This just in this it's like <laughs> time
1: travel <laughs> we're doing it all on like internet explorer like we just <laughs> caught up we got this guys well i uh mine doesn't follow this normal like relationship couple situation Okay, but there is the penultimate question at the end which is real
0: okay you did Nixon breaking up with America so I figured I could we
1: broke it. up with America he did crimes And I was pardoned. (laughs) It also felt nice
0: to do a story with like a happy ending. It
1: is a good ending. And I'm so proud of that super talented baby already. That's going to be a singer and an actor. And
0: it made me happy because early on when they first started dating, there was talk about how he wanted to have kids with her. And then early on, it it was also very clear how much she loved his son already, Flynn. So it felt like... The fact that they're like having kids and expanding their family, it's like what they want. Oh my all god, long. it's Baby Perry. Baby Perry. <laughs> uh, That's not even a real name, isn't it? No, her name is. Oh, that was the other quote I had. Um, oh, let me look it up really quick. He's never one way. She was talking about why they, their relationship works and why they love each other so much. Let me find it because it's actually very cute. Perambion. Um, do, do, do. Oh, and I'll read. So this is what she said on Twitter releasing this video. I'm excited. We're excited and happy. It's probably the longest (laughs) secret I've ever had to keep. I thought I would tell you guys in the best way through a piece of music. And that's how she um, released it. It was a
1: really good song, too. It was really
0: good. It Um, it sounded
1: at the beginning like it was uh, we broke up and I'm never going to get married. Because the song's literally called Never Worn White. Yeah. And I was concerned at the beginning. Oh shit! I just missed that was up. a good a good plot twist for me though to I have know a experienced. Little um, yeah. um,
0: let's see. Uh, a quote. So this was the quote that I also thought was really nice. So her her born given name is Catherine Hudson. And she said, uh, talking about Orlando, he's not the number one fan of Katy Perry, he's the number one fan of Katherine Hudson.
1: Well, Katy Perry is a stage Yeah, it's her persona.
0: And so she's basically saying, like, he doesn't love me for my fame and my career, he loves who I actually am. And then she said, when we first met, he said, we said we would pull the poison out of each other, and we really do. Oh. we keep each other accountable so i just thought that was cute that she's like he doesn't love the me poison for... of this
1: industry yeah they met at harvey weinstein's party because
0: it's both two famous people blah blah blah. but it's like he doesn't love me because of my career we he loves me who i am before all that which was sweet mm. so that's the breakup sorry kind of uh tricksy story of katie perry and orlando blue Trixie Hobbitses. Trixie, that's what I want my drag queen name to be, but Trixie it's Hobbit too says. topical.
1: T r i c k s y Hobbitses. Hobbit yeah, Trixie Hobbitses. Well, Hobbit. cool. Well, I'm gonna take it in a different okay, direction. Okay, we're going different. Uh, I'm gonna read you a little thing. I'm not gonna tell you who it is, but at the very end, you will discover who I'm talking about. Okay. So it's going. This is gonna be a little non-linear. This is gonna be a little, <laughs> a little, uh. Uh, I'm trying to think of a good director who a little Scorsese a little interesting it's like all over the place Um, it's way too long (laughs) (laughs) and there's a lot of de-aging technology happening great okay so we're gonna take it back to the early 2000s Mm. so back when the internet just started um, so, from low-rise jeans to butterfly clips to wow. velour track suits, Ooh, I love it the all. early 2000s seemed like a simpler time. It was a world where layering a baby doll dress over jeans was considered <laughs> smart casual. <laughs> and, oh, savage. And where the celebrity feud regi- reigned supreme. We saw Hilary Duff and Lindsay Lohan duke Mm -hmm. it out over Aaron Carter, which Mm -hmm. is totally ill-advised now. We watched Heidi Montag and Lauren Conrad dissolve their relationship over Spencer Pratt. I've covered both of these. Still few early 2000 celebrity spats are as iconic and infinite as the breakup of Paris Hilton and Nicole <gasps> Ritchie.
0: Yes. Give it. Yes.
1: Bum, bum, bum. Ba-da-da-da. Oh, I've
0: never felt more gay and alive. Tell That's me everything. Hot.
1: Um, so there's going to be a lot of references to queer culture because we are basically Paris Hilton. <laughs> um, the, everything we got from anything was from Paris Hilton. Well, and Nicole um, so yeah, uh, there's few members of the world that were as critical in forming the gay community as Paris Houlton. She's a queer icon, it is known. <laughs> she just is, um, unfortunately. Yeah, we don't, for we better don't, or worse. We don't like a lot of our queer icons, but we, we don't have them. We don't choose them. They
0: are given they us. They choose us. Yes. Um,
1: yeah. So Paris and Nicole were arguably the early 2000s most dynamic duo. Wow. The pair, who started together in The Simple Life from 2003 to 2007, had been friends since they were two years old. Wow, it
0: lasted four years. That's pretty impressive. So
1: what went wrong between hard partying and tabloid drama, a riff formed that would never fully be repaired. I'm so excited. Today the world is more forgiving about certain kind of leaked tapes Mm. and scandalous photo hacks. We even saw renowned gossip blogger Perez Hilton apologize after posting Jennifer Lawrence's nudes Mm -hmm. um, amidst an onslaught of furious criticisms that included being labeled a rapist and a sex offender, which are both accurate. Mm -hmm. Fuck Perez Hilton. Yeah, we're not a fan of Not Perez Hilton, Perez Hilton. He is not a queer icon, and we refute anything having to do with him. No, he's a
0: queer bottom dweller. So,
1: 2004 was a very different climate, however. Uh, One where shamed celebrities were thrown into the trenches by notoriously catty bloggers, and when bloggers were a thing, and were teased into submission. And Paris Hilton was one of those celebrities. Paris's life was shattered in 2004 when her then-boyfriend, Rick Solomon, leaked a tape of one of their romps.
0: (laughs) One of their romps. (laughs)
1: Intimate romps. In a Netflix documentary, The American Meme... A ho- the hotel heiress spoke about how the leak made her literally want to die at some point. <laughs>
0: I so, mean, that's not funny. But I know. T- so in USA Today, to she
1: was quoted saying, it felt like I was being raped which is very true it's Uh, not something that was meant to be published it was supposed to be personal him taking control of her absolutely yeah it's a
0: it's a form of sexual and her
1: saying she wanted to die at one point I wasn't making light of that it's that how she said it she it's literally in quotes and then want to die at some point quote and but
0: that is it's like a sexual it's considered a sex crime it is it's assault in its own way yeah
1: Yeah. Um, she said it just felt like I'd lost a part of my soul and it had been taken in such a cruel way I was like I just don't want to live because everything was taken away from me at this point. So needless to say, it was pretty nasty when her then BFF, Nicole Ritchie, screened the illicit video at a party meant to celebrate her 2005 SNL hosting gig.
0: Oh my god, I never knew that.
1: Wow.
0: Oh, when I just remembered the name of it. Oh no. Yeah,
1: that's exactly what the tabloid claims triggered the dynamic duo's fallout, even though both camps denied it. Although, after Paris Hilton's SNL hosting gig, news of the falling out between Nicole uh, was just a rumor. Regardless, the pair were spotted ignoring each other all over town, (laughs) which certainly did not help the claims that they were no longer friends. According to People, the riff was pretty obvious at the 2005 Vanity Fair Oscar party, which saw Tom Cruise pulling up to the back door at a motorcycle. Um, and Donald Trump posing with his brand new bride, Melania. Wow. Paris, who was wearing a glitzy Chloe dress, showed off some of her elegant side boob, reportedly (laughs) hung out with her sister, Nikki. Nicole, who was engaged to DJ AM, Adam Goldstein at the time, stuck with her fiancé, and they did not speak to each other. Okay. A few days later, things didn't appear to be any friendlier between the two. According to People, they were spotted at a luxury Beverly Hills Chinese restaurant, Mr. Chow. Paris was there first, and Nicole took a seat at the other side of the restaurant. Okay. Out of Paris's view... The interaction probably made most onlookers want to hide under the du- Don Von Dutch trucker hats, or at least phone teams. Von Dutch. I remember those hats so clearly. I hate, it. I hate the early 2000s so much. In April 2005, Paris officially dumped Nicole. Wow. At least as much as she could while still having a contract with The Simple Life. <laughs> According to USA Today, the hotel heiress was spotted at Us Weekly's Young Hot Hollywood Style Awards. Wow. What an award. <laughs> Where she announced that Nicole would no longer be a part of the famed reality series. Instead, Rod Stewart's daughter, Kimberly Stewart, was going to be filling in for season wow, four. I don't remember that at all. Me either. It's my show. I've had it for three seasons, and I just wanted to freshen it up. Make it newer and funnier, Paris said, adding Nicole was engaged and like working a lot. Okay. She's so busy. She's engaged. <laughs> Seems a little bit drama-free for the mid-two-thousand celebrity spat, right? Don't worry. Nicole also showed up at the event. Great. She reportedly told Us Weekly that she wouldn't be doing any press and then darted out as soon as Paris arrived. Meanwhile, Stewart and Hilton were allegedly busy dancing on a couch. Great. Shortly after Us Weekly's party. Us Weekly. I keep saying U.S. Weekly. You always want to make it the United States Uh, Weekly. (laughs) uh, uh, Shortly after Us Weekly's party, Paris finally cleaned out the rumors surrounding her split with Nicole. The star infamously released one of the coldest celebrity statements to ever grace Gossip Magazine. We wouldn't see such a monumental public decay of a celebrity best friendship until Lauren Conrad would declare, I want to forgive you and I want to forget you.
0: Oh, and I didn't even include that in my coverage of that story. to Heidi Montag in the 2007
1: episodes. She said, it's no big secret that Nicole and I are no longer friends. Nicole knows what she did, and that's all I'm ever going to say about it. Wow. Ooh, bitch. The statement seemed like it almost confirmed the tabloid sex tape snafu story, which everyone was pretty convinced happened, (laughs) because that's a reason you wouldn't be friends with anyone anymore. Which, that's pretty funny. Like... Paris, okay, so how, no, it's not funny because Paris felt really like, uh exposed and degraded because it's, of it. It would be funny if it was like you were a comedian and like some clip of you saying something yes. chauvinistic came out and you played or it or something. The only know.
0: way it would be funny, although it would probably just end up being weird in the moment, is if Paris did it. Or like if this happened to Chelsea Handler and Chelsea Handler played it at her party. Like Yeah. If but, you
1: play it yourself, it's funny.
0: But playing your best friends if Sex that really tape
1: who she really felt terrible about if, being if out, that
0: really happened that's yeah. really
1: bad i think it's like a dark sense of humor with bad timing yeah like it was too soon it was too soon and and paris felt sad, like better, attacked yeah. because she was walking in being like this is party is to celebrate her hosting snl and then it was her sex tape on a screen yeah that, it which i don't bad. know if they blurred stuff out or whatever i actually don't know how much showed in it I don't know. Me either. But it, they made it a whole thing and tried to get make yeah. money off of it, so I don't so, think it was not. Paris and Nicole did try their best to move on, and according to People, Richie was busy pitching a newlywed-style series to MTV, while Hilton was promoting her role in the movie House of Wax, oh, which I right. liked. <laughs> Though Hilton claimed she was replacing Richie in The Simple Life with her hysterical and crazy friend Kimberly. Fox hadn't yet made a decision. Oh. Though Paris blamed Nicole for the dissolution of their epic partnership. And inadvertently fueled nasty rumors that Nicole possessed a nearly unimaginable level of pettiness. Lionel Richer- Richie's daughter had a totally different understanding of the issue. Mm. According to people, Nicole appeared. I sounded like a newscaster just then. <laughs> Fuck. According to people, Nicole appeared on today to promote her book, The Truth About Diamonds. Okay. <laughs> In November 20th, of 20, 000, 20, 000, 2005. 2005. This was about six months after Paris publicly dumped her. Nicole rep- reportedly claimed the pair wouldn't even speak, even if they ran into each other at the mall. <laughs> okay. <laughs> The epitome of early aughts hangout spots back when Abercrombie & Fitch was name-dropped in pop songs rather than desperately doing everything it could to avoid bankruptcy. What a shade at Abercrombie (laughs) & Fitch. Regardless, there apparently wasn't a whole lot of drama there. Nicole claimed they weren't really feuding at all. She said, we just grew apart to people is what she told people adding it turned into a much bigger deal than it was it's just not part of my life anymore a separate people report corroborated nicole's story and apparently her friends claimed the star had grown out of her wild ways and quit drinking meanwhile paris was months away from getting her famous 2006 dui remember that mugshot actually in the summer of 2005 the simple life got real complicated. A couple months after Paris announced she'd be ditching Nicole to get Kimberly, it was pretty clear that that wasn't going to happen. The pair was thought to be contractually obligated for season four, and Fox was trying everything to make it work. Why would you not? Yeah, it was force these two people in a feud to be on. It was a, show a huge hit already, yeah. and that would just make people watch it more. I Remember when they just they did, the whole show? If you don't, if you're too young to remember this, or you don't really remember A Simple Life, it was these two super rich girls doing basic things, yeah, like taking a dog for a walk, and I'm gonna babysit, and now I'm like washing the car, yeah, like in middle America, yeah, you know. like and they are just so stupid because they're so rich and they don't know how to do anything, and it was entertaining as fuck. Well um so yeah in other words the two were getting forced to work together but in what capacity was still in the air according to e news the network tried to shift around the format of the show so that paris and nicole could film separately they allegedly considered following the pairs they prepared for their weddings and let's be real It's not like either of them were going to be the maid of honor of each other. (laughs) And another idea involved explaining their ongoing feud and helping them patch things up, which is messy. According to the New York Post, producers even considered formatting the season like Wife Swap, where Nicole and Paris would stay in separate houses and different cultural backgrounds to play the role of wives. Huh. Which, yeah, instead of dealing (laughs) with the headache, Fox ended up giving The Simple Life the axe after the girls separately filmed their part of season four. According to Today, they didn't mean they were... Oh, that didn't mean they were totally off the hook. The Age reports the series was picked up by E, who sent Paris and Nicole to camp. Literally. October 2005. Hmm. Paris and Nicole go to camp. No. Um in 2006, things took a turn for the better. Paris and Nicole were spotted in public, not ignoring each other from behind okay. their signature oversized sunglasses. In fact, they looked like actual friends again. And according to People, the former BFFs were dining at West Hollywood's Dan Tanna and eating carbs. The oh, ultimate geez. indulgence for po- impossibly Thren stressed out besties, who just endeared a year's worth of war with the tabloids. They reportedly chowed down on some Caesar salad and penne pasta. Okay. Uh, If you didn't know that, you can't know the story. If you don't have the whole story, you only get part of it. You need to
0: know about the penne.
1: Although the restaurant patrons told people the duo looked like best friends and left hand-in-hand smiling, Paris's publicist was hesitant to consider it a reconciliation. He confirmed the fact that they had a meal but claimed he didn't know if it was business or personal. Either way, it was reportedly the simple life that led to the unlikely reunion. According to Simple Life producer John Murray, who spoke to the Associated Press, the duo were meant to be placed on a deserted island with a bunch of survivalists, a likely nightmare (laughs) for someone used to mansion living. They reportedly reached out uh, to each other in universal disdain for the island concept, which in turn helped them make amends. Nothing brings people together more than hate. They
0: were both like... I'm not going to do that. You're not going to do that, right?
1: Paris and Nicole's ongoing feud may have been one of the most iconic celebrity spats in history. (laughs) In history. But it was actually fairly short-lived. By 2007, the pair were back as besties and flaunted their friendship in the Harper Bazaars' spread. So how did they go from public snubs to pals? Paris extended the olive branch with an email uh, from her sidekick. Let's get the year on that. Remember the sidekick? Oh, sidekicks! I um, always wanted a sidekick. <laughs> Nicole even shrugged off Paris's notorious callous. Nicole knows what she did. Statement. I can't be mad at her for taking sh- talking shit about me. Nicole told Harper's Bazaar we were in a fight. As for what Nicole actually did, she had no idea. Paris told Harper's Bazaar that it had little to do with her besties' behavior and a whole lot to do with the gossip. There was no reason why we were fighting. It was just silly, she said. We believed uh, what other people were saying. People are really two-faced in this town. They were really trying to pin us against each other. And Harper's Bazaar... If the Harper's Bazaar shoot wasn't enough, the pair also buried the hatchet on season five of The Simple Life, which would have been really awkward otherwise. Nothing is sacred in the tabloids, not even holy matrimony. So it wasn't surprising when Nicole's up-and-coming mutuals to good Charlotte rocker Joel Madden in 2010 raised some speculation about the state of her mended friendship with Paris. According to Page Six, Paris was nixed from the guest list... Okay. Dun, dun, dun. As it turns out, Paris was invited to Nicole's wedding, but she wasn't a bridesmaid, which signaled that the pair might be closer than what they were saying. But the the information was all coming from tabloids because no one talks about it. Oh, so
0: she wasn't on the guest list because she was a bridesmaid? Yes. Okay. The heiress Jeez.
1: ended up not attending the nuptials at all because she was already committed to filming her Oxygen Reality series, <laughs> series, which she had planned months prior. In addition, Paris tweeted that she was off to Vegas for her BFF Cam Ram Faces birthday. Wait, isn't that title reserved for Nicole? We guess so they're she not best friends the anymore. Wedding? So she didn't actually go to the wedding? She did not. Oh, so is weird. a wedding not more important than a birthday? Yeah, that's weird. According to E News, Paris wasn't totally rude by skipping out on the ceremony. She reportedly sent Nicole a wedding gift. Well, okay. Fast forward to 2018, and the newly engaged Paris confirmed to Entertain It Tonight that Nicole would be invited to her wedding, but will she actually show? In 2014, we got a closer look at the complicated relationship between So we still Paris don't know if they're Nicole. really friends or not? We'll get there. Oh, dear. Uh, we still didn't know at the time if they were going to be friends. If Nicole's wedding wasn't signal enough that the pair had drifted apart, Lionel Richie's daughter confirmed the state of their bond in an episode of What to Watch. Wait, Watch What Happens Live. Apparently, things... Weren't what they used to be. Gone were the days of matching velour tracksuits and oversized sunglasses, which, let's agree, were never hot. (laughs) Regardless, the pair remained very good friends, despite the space. I haven't spoken to her in a while, technically, but if you really want to get into it, my view of a friendship is someone that you don't necessarily have to talk to every day, is what Nicole says. It's somebody that you can call when you need them, and they're just going to be there. The following year, Paris provided... Oh, sorry... The following year, Paris proved that you don't need to be a constant presence in someone's life to still be thick as thieves. The heiress posted an adorable throwback Thursday, as a, f- a photo of them as children. Perfect. That's what friendship is. The throwback following, year, the following year, she gushed about her lifelong friend in an interview and claimed she was the funniest person she's ever met, except when she showed my sex tape. From here, and no, she didn't say that, just that she's the funniest person she ever met. From here on out, things truly do appear to be all good so what's next for them it's been more than 10 years since we got to watch the simple life um but it's time for a simple life reboot right as much as we'd love to watch paris and nicole pretend to do menial tasks despite nicole taking on the difficult challenge of raising children while running a fashion line and paris owning an estimated 2.5 billion dollar perfume empire it looks like it really won't happen anytime soon In an interview, 2018 interview with Entertainment Tonight, Paris admitted that she had been asked about rebooting her famed reality series, but so much uh, would be focused on the past. I feel like I had so much fun doing it and focusing all on my businesses and really wouldn't have time to go over to the farm again and do that, she said, but it would just be so much fun and it would be a hilarious show. I would watch it. It's fun that everyone uh, has enjoyed it and it would be amazing for it to come back. So Paris and Nicole sparked Simple Life reunion rumors in April of 2018, 2018 when the okay. pair were both spotted sharing a laugh at the Daily Front Row Fashion Awards. According to People, both of the former co-stars were presenting awards. Paris had designer Philip... Pline, the fashion rebel award while nicole presented juicy couture creative director jimmy mizrahi jamie mizrahi with the best design debut award if any one knows about juicy couture's long legacy of butt slogan sweatpants <laughs> it's these two after the cheeky photo of the dynamic duo resurfaced fans reportedly went nuts online with one even desperately tweeting this to the stars oh my god oh my god please 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 do a reboot Unfortunately, Paris still isn't down to head back to the farm quite yet. This is where they filmed. They called it the farm. Farm, According to the Hollywood Reporter, Paris called the show timeless and iconic, but claimed both her and Nicole were way too busy to make it happen. I'm getting tons of offers to do documentary shows, basically on my business, my life, my wedding, said Paris, who starred in the documentary series American Meme. Just the next chapter of my life. I'm very busy and we'll see what happens. It was too good to be true. On Tuesday, this, like, last Tuesday, Paris Hilton confirmed on her official Twitter account that the rumors of a reboot were fake. And she had this to say. Twitter, on Twitter. FYI, someone has made a fake fan account and invented this simple life rumor. There is no truth to it. Yes, I love that show. I was approached again to do it. But I had to say no. I have an extremely busy work schedule, traveling the world, running my empire. Hashtag girlboss. So at the end of all of this, do you think they actually stayed friends? Wow. Wow. Um, wow. I, I'm i of
0: two different minds. I feel like they either never had a feud to begin with and it was all just trolling and publicity and Which they've always be been smart. fine and professional and friendly. Or they like don't hate each other, but they're not in touch, really. Not friends. Not I think maybe it's more the latter, that they, like, they probably respect each other and don't have anything bad to say about each other, but they're, like, not hanging out.
1: Okay. Well, a couple of months ago, Helton appeared on Watch What Happens Live and revealed that they are still very close friends. Okay. She says, I love Nicole. We were actually texting yesterday about our high school reunion. She, um, So she was reminding me of the date, but we talk all the time, and they are close friends. Okay. So after all of that, 20 years later, 15 years later, yeah, the actual like if they had a feud, I do think they did because I could see Nicole showing that tape Kinda, yeah, <laughs> because she's kind of like she's above all of the drama and everything, but she also like wouldn't not let that joke slip away without using it. It just probably it wasn't timed very well. And like making light of somebody feeling as though they've been assaulted. Um isn't the best joke there's so many other jokes you could make um instead of that one but yeah that is the story of the the most iconic feud in history you know
0: why i think maybe it was like maybe they did have a falling out but maybe i think they played it up What I appreciate about Paris Hilton, and a lot of people don't like her because she's like the quintessential dumb blonde and people think she's like superficial and kind of vapid. Yeah. What I actually like about Paris Hilton is I truly believe that she's like the first ever troll like now there are internet trolls all over the place like you have youtubers like trisha paytas who literally make whatever video she can think of that's just gonna get her views like it's all trolling uh somebody broke into my
1: house and it was just somebody knocking on the door totally
0: or like whoever's in the news she makes a video to try and get views I actually think my theory is that that's what Paris Hilton has been doing all these years because now, like you said, she has this crazy – she actually has a really big business. Like she makes millions of dollars. Lots of money. She's had like 15 perfume launches, all this stuff and,
1: you know. $2.5 billion And
0: because all these um, celebrity brands are doing so well based on YouTube videos, she's started a YouTube channel up recently. And I've watched some of them. And what I love about them is that it's like Paris Hilton doing a like closet tour or an unboxing (laughs) or whatever. But at every, in every video, there's always a point where her persona drops. So like she's in her like, that's hot voice. And then partway through the video. She, like, slips and her voice drops into a totally different register. She's talking, sounding like a normal person. And then she, like, catches herself and then, like, brings it back up to the joke. Brings it back up. I personally think that it is a persona that she plays up. Like, maybe that's how she was raised and maybe that's how she was as a teen or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I think she plays it up and that she trolls everyone just... Because it's her brand and she knows that it works.
1: It has worked for her. That's though. my theory. All of this has been successful her bis- 100%. for her business.
0: And that show was all about the dumb blondes. What's a shovel? How do I do this? <laughs> and I think that that show, oh, like most hot. reality TV totally plays it up and that like yeah maybe they don't want to do manual labor but they know what a shovel is and they're just doing it because but, it's what and, and show
1: we is. ate it up yeah as a society so
0: my theory is that paris hilton is one of the original genius trolls and that maybe the feud was part of that whole thing God, that would be so because smart. kim kardashian has admitted to like doing things specifically to make herself famous like showing up at hotels where britney spears was so people would think that they're hanging out
1: well and and all her mother stuff. used a sex tape to perpetuate yeah
0: dreams. so that's why i think that i mean per-
1: and kim is now i think more successful she, I, she definitely has more money than paris holton fun fact because i just looked all of that up actually
0: even more than what paris would inherit from the hilton so fortune?
1: celebrity net worth that's Got it, it. Okay. like kim i just saw this recently that kim kardashian is 350 million yeah i'm not surprised. Par- can you guess paris hilton's i would guess like 200 she's 300 wow can yeah. you guess nicole richie's net worth it's much lower
0: like 80 10 Ooh.
1: so the the makeup uh, the, the perfume line fine. is big but that there was the whole thing about kim kardashian basically stealing paris's fame right and like taking it like a witch and like Ursula, right. uh, uh, ariel's voice yeah. and becoming her own thing and she did kind of pass her in success and fame and yeah all of that too but
0: like paris doesn't obviously doesn't care hurting. she
1: doesn't care because I also kim was her like assistant, assistant for a and stylist time. or whatever Wild. quote unquote
0: but yeah so that's my theory and that's why i think the feud they maybe played up a little bit i also love do you remember when paris hilton did those carl's junior commercials where she was like in cut off jeans <laughs> yes. washing a car yes. and it was like a scandal that she was so Sexual.
1: revealing and had such little and clothes she took on a big bite of that burger. and
0: now that's like what normani wears to the golden globes like it's- that is what women wear now—is like really revealing clothes. But in the day, it was like Paris Hilton, the dumb blonde, over sexualizing today's. Youth. I mean,
1: I think the market has gotten less conservative. Yeah, because conservatism and all of that business is the most hated, hateful like worst most well and now thing kim kardashian sells because her of religion but you sure. want to go there
0: kim kardashian sells her perfume which is literally a bust of her naked body and that's just considered good business now
1: she l- released a book that i l- can see right there that yeah. has her titties in it. yeah it's just a book of her like, i have kim kardashian's selfish book i would like to apologize for <laughs> i only. gave it to him and um, he, he he cut pictures of paul hollywood from great british bake-off and put them over her face i sure did so it's kim kardashian's body and paul hollywood's
0: but thank you for telling that story that was a blast from the past i never watched my mom always hated paris hilton this was pre my mom mom watched a lot of people my mom doesn't didn't like the bachelor at first now she loves it this was back when all this was just starting and and it is like a really weird vapid show but it was super entertaining and then yeah i really do think that she's just like a really successful troll laughing her way to the bank
1: hey a lot it works for a lot of people i know the opposite of Perez Holton yeah <laughs> which he like t- took her name a bit because that's not his yeah. real name no no he names took... like rapist that's like when he started the his <laughs> yes. blog or whatever I think um well yeah thank you for yours that th- th- thank you thank you thank you um I have uh what 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 I want to recommend oh okay if you wanted to do it hop on over to Netflix Find Love is Blind. Oh, my goodness. And do it to yourself. (laughs) Like, do it to yourself. You are going... Okay, it's going to be like in any movie where some chick's being gaslighted because no one believes her and they strap her down. And she's like, believe me. It's going to be you when you start watching this show. You're Mm going to be like, there's no way this works. This is going to be terrible. I cannot watch something like this. You're wrong. You can and you will. Because I have not been more invested in a show in like 10 people more in the shortest amount of time in my life. Mm -hmm. And it's just great. It's, it's this experiment on if you could fall in love with somebody without ever seeing what they look like and only get to hear them and talk to them and people do it. And it's wild. And in 30 days from meeting each other, you are getting married like and you're going to be at the altar and you both have to say vows and it comes to the point of like do you want to get married or not drama tea everything that you need One black girl. It's insane. Like, (laughs) it is all white people, one black girl. There's a bi guy who's a piece of shit on there and freaks out at this wonderful, glorious woman who is on the show and deserves all the success in life. And he does not because he is a... Again, piece of shit and he can come after me but you also are manipulative and you have narcissistic personality disorder and you need to go to therapy and that's all i have to say on that wow but watch it it'll make you feel good it's it's (laughs) really
0: good bad reality tv i do think it would be a wonderful idea after some time has passed so that people have a chance to watch and have their own opinions i do think it would be great to have kayla on (sighs) to talk about it kayla who has who introduced me to the show and then i introduced colton and i believe i think it was kayla's sister kim so it's all kim's fault thanks Um, kim but thanks kim i'm gonna hop on and say after you watch love is blind stay on netflix and watch the circle oh it is another reality show and speaking of trolls it's basically a Uh, A competition show where people get voted off based on how much other people in the competition like them, except they're all living in different apartments in the same building. And and they're only communicating through social media, and you are allowed to have a fake profile and fake person and catfish people in order to try to win and be the person at the end who gets the money. It is... I love it because it does not pretend to be anything that it isn't. Anyway, I, who, uh
1: who's the host of it?
0: Oh my gosh. Michelle Buteau is a comic so in New York. So funny. And she does commentary throughout the show and just says everything you're thinking. And I love her dearly. But I really appreciate the show because I love The Bachelor because it's messy. But my one thing is that no one's on The Bachelor to find love. They all want to be famous on TV. Yes. The Circle isn't playing it's Any not games. pretending to be anything other than a bunch of people trying to win money by being popular. But they it are also all there to make it in and then some of them. It's actually you like actually you end up liking some of them because they're just earnest and like actually want to be friends with each other. It's a wild ride. So
1: we are here to recommend Netflix. Netflix's and watching, reality yeah. programming. Whoever is in up, charge of that deserves a raise, and we're here for it. And that is my recommendation. I no longer have gay terms because we've said them all. Yeah, we've said a lot of gay terms. And I can't remember the ones I've done. So I apologize to everybody who waits uh, patiently to learn a new gay term of the week. The only one I can say is fuck Perez Holton, I guess. Oh, gay interesting. Term yeah, yeah,
0: interesting. Uh, I will say that if you have any opinions, if you've already watched Love is Blind or The Circle... Go on over to Instagram and let us know what you think at pod or email us at
1: com. And when you're done with that, if you have not yet left us a review, we want to know what you think we want even if you want to join in with the two men that i hurt their feelings because i called them out on their bullshit and they left us a one star review you can do that yeah uh, we're not we're J- not jump on the bandwagon
0: we're not uh, everybody's uh, twisting doing your arm it. and telling you what review to leave just
1: leave them. here's review. the thing everybody's doing it just like these masks to stop coronavirus you need to also leave a review or you're gonna get it
0: you're gonna get it protect yourself the
1: only way to protect yourself from the coronavirus is leaving us a review and washing your damn hands wash your hands
0: leave us a review and have Uh, a wonderful
1: day and with that love is is blind it's true like literally i can't see okay because i can't see right now